All right, y'all. Welcome to a, another episode of the Do As I Say, Not As I Do podcast. This is a podcast about content creation, technologies, and artisanal hot dogs, and how delicious they are. If you don't know me already, my name is Bruce, or J. Brucifer666, and I'm a content creation expert extraordinaire on Twitch. And uh, hi! I hope you guys had a wonderful week, because fucking for sure I did. It was busy, it was not busy, it was busy, it was busy. It was a work week, and you know what, I can't really complain. I have a job, I enjoy my job, I get to come home, I get to create content for you guys, and it. I, I live a fucking great life. But yeah, so this episode we are going to talk about what pretty much you need to do if you're starting on Twitch, and I guess this applies to Twitch it applies to Mixer. It pretty much applies to anything with a live broadcast feel, I guess. Uh, again, I'm not a fucking expert. I pretend that I am on the internet, but I'm definitely not. I um, Anything that I say is my own experiences. It's my own opinion. So please take all of my, I guess, information with a grain of salt because... I am not a professional at fucking all. Well, I guess I technically am, but yeah. So when you're getting started on Twitch, one of the first things you really have to think about is, hey, is this something that I actually want to do? Is this something that I think I'll have fun with? Is this something that I can translate my creativity over to? And if that's the fucking case, then hell yeah, let's get it started. Um, so pretty much when you think about it, a lot of people say, hey, one of the best things to do when you're starting streaming is just fucking press record and let's go. Well, I guess it wouldn't be recorded. It's be start streaming and let's fucking go. But there's so much else besides that. I mean, that's a big point of it. Yes. But you also have to think about you have to you have to learn. Like softwares, you have to learn the hardware behind it. You have to learn like where you're going to like where you're going to bring your content from. So I guess we'll get started with like the streaming software. That's that's what we're doing. So the streaming software, um, like the two main streaming softwares are Streamlabs OBS, or as I like to call Slabs, and OBS Studio. OBS Studio is a free open source software created by Mr. Jim. Mr. Jim is a fucking amazing person for putting this out and making it free. It's so fucking beautiful. I'm not biased or anything, but God damn it. I love OBS studio, but Streamlabs OBS or slobs is a, an offshoot of it in the programming world. It would be actually called a fork. So what they did is they took the original open source code and they forked it or kind of made their own path and made their own software. So in my opinion, my opinion, I think OBS Studio is better for at least my kind of stuff. I'm just because I that's what I started with. That's what I'm more comfortable with. And I have a little bit of you know, like a technology background. So I can relatively understand what 
they're talking about. And I, I can learn everything a little bit easier. You, you feel me? Jafil? Jafil? Um, so another program, the slobs, that's the program that I would probably refer people to if they're not as, I guess, tech savvy or computer literate. That's, that's the easier to use. It's kind of like a streamlined, hey, you want to stream? We fucking got you. We going to do it. X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. So the thing with them is they have so much shit built into it already. And some of the stuff that they already have built into it uh, are some like just layouts. They have alerts. They have pretty much all the streaming setups just ready for you to fucking go. So a, a lot of people just look at it just like, hey, I really want this cool overlay or I want this really cool notification. They have those built into all already. So if you're starting out, that's fucking that's yeah. But like I said, I prefer OBS Studio because it has a lot of customization ability. And because of that easy to, I guess, that stripped down nature, you're able to put a lot more on there without having to actually tax any of your you know, stuff like your computer, your CPU, your GPU. So another keyword, I guess it would be a, a trigger word for people is bitrate. And what bitrate by definition is the number of bits per second that can be transmitted along a digital network. So what that means is the amount of just the feed that's coming from OBS or any whatever fucking OBS you're using and it goes out to the Twitch ingest servers, which that what a Twitch ingest server is. It's where your feed goes into to be distributed by Twitch. So if you were to do a 3000 bit rate, that is 3000 kilobits per second or three megabits per second. So when you're thinking about your bit rate, you're going to probably want to go by how much your upload speed is. And if you don't know what your upload speed is, Easiest way to look, just speedtest.net. That fucking good old-fashioned ookla. So when I'm trying to figure out what my actual bitrate should be, I usually, me personally, I take like a third of what my actual upload speed is, which is 15 megs, so I do 5,000. And a lot of the time, you don't want to go over 5,000, I guess, in my personal opinion, because... What will happen is it'll be harder for a lot of the people that are watching your stream to actually get that video because there's so much data coming through. And it's really just dependent on how much data they can actually access. So if you're using like a 5000 bit rate, it's going to be harder for people to watch you if you don't have quality options, which is like the, the 160, the 380 or the 480, 720, 1080p kind of stuff. So... Whenever you are wanting to start, just make sure you pick a decent um, bit rate. So I usually go between 3,500 and 5,000. So one of the next things that uh, you're going to want to look at is encoding, which encoding is how all of the video that is coming from your PC and going out to Twitch is being, well, encoded. So there are two different types of encoding. There is the uh, the hardware-based and the CPU-based. 
uh, a lot of the times people will associate the hardware based um, with like the NVENC stuff, which is the NVIDIA encoder. Using this will genuinely take the stress off of your CPU and put it more on your GPU. So if you're playing like a heavy GPU game, you're not going to want to use this for actually encoding your stream because it's probably going to lead to a lot of dropped frames, uh, which is pretty much the connection between yourself and the Twitch ingest server. And it's just, it's not, it's not going to be good because it's going to be stuttery. It's going to be like, oh, well, hell, hey, hey, welcome guys. How you doing? Oh, hey. And that's all you'd really fucking hear from them. It's just stuttering and buffering. And it's, it's, it's not really that fun. So there's H264, which is the NVENC. And then there's X264, which is the CPU based stuff. This is what a lot of people use because it usually ends up being a cleaner, like, sent video. So, with the X264, the CPU, pre- uh, CPU, they have this thing called a CPU preset. And they have ultra fast, they have fast, they have faster, they have medium, they have slow. When you're wanting to do a uh, the CPU preset, you're going to want to base it off of how much power you actually have coming from it. So say you have a four core eight thread machine. I wouldn't suggest going under faster because it's really just core intensive. So in the computer, you have your cores and you have your threads. The, The cores are the physical parts of that CPU that is driving a lot of those threads. Um, so with that, you're going to want to be really, so four core, eight thread, nothing under faster, unless for some other reason you have a really hefty overclock. But anything over that, so say if you have like a, a Ryzen CPU that has like six cores and stuff like that, a lot of the time you can stream on slow or you can stream on medium. And the slower the encoding is, the more time that it goes in and encodes that data and makes it look crispy and then sends it out. And that's pretty much what you're wanting to go for because it's it honestly looks better with the more encoding that you actually put into it. Okay, so now that we've talked about like some of like the encoding stuff and like the CPU preset, you're probably going to want to know what some of the, the things are that you're actually using inside of OBS, which is like the scenes and the sources. So a scene is what everybody will see. Like any anything that is in that scene is what people will see on that um, that screen. So say you have your face, you have the game, and you have um, your events list, which is you know what's being sent out and what people are actually seeing. So inside of those scenes, you have what are called sources. That's actually where everything is. So you have the scene and then your your video that's actually going to be a source and then your game it's going to be another source and then there are things called browser sources which is stuff that you usually take from like the internet in the internet which are like your alerts which is like your bit goal your tip goal your pretty much fucking anything is a browser source or a video source or other sources but yeah, we'll, we probably won't go into that. So 
whenever you're doing this and you're using OBS or Streamlabs OBS, uh, there are a lot of different, you know, things that you could do to make your stream look better. Like there are a lot of free resources. Like Nerd or Die has a fuck ton of free layouts and free like stream packages. So getting started, probably the best bet is to either go with the Streamlabs OBS or possibly just get normal OBS because in my opinion, it doesn't have as much bloatware. Sorry, Streamlabs OBS. I just don't use you because you have a fuck ton of stuff and your CPU usage is really high. Just saying. Sorry for the rant. It's not a rant. Things are getting derailed. But so... A lot of people ask, it's like, hey, well, since I'm getting started, is it, would it be good to stream from a console? And to answer that question, yes, yes, getting started. And if you just want to be like, hey, I'm just going to play some video games and maybe somebody will watch me. Maybe somebody will enjoy and whatever and all that jazz. Yeah, you can do it from your console. They actually make it really, really easy to do this. It's pretty much just like, one click and go from either like your Xbox or your PS4. I don't think that, you know, they have it for the switch or stuff like that, but for the main consoles that people really associate with like people playing games on the internet is the PS4 and the Xbox because, you know, Sony and Microsoft rule the world. But yeah, so they, they ask, Hey, can I stream from a, from, from a console? And then they, it's like, but is streaming from a PC better? And that's usually going to be yes. Because PCs are usually just a lot more powerful than most of your, you know, consoles. So now that you've figured out that, hey, I want to stream from a console or a PC or from your fucking phone, because I realize you can just do it from your fucking phone. You need to figure out if you want people to see your face on stream. So there are a lot of different people that don't use their webcams on stream and they just basically focus on their voice. So you just needed to decide, hey, I want people to stare longingly and lovingly into my eyes until the day I die. Or, hey, I just want people to hear my sultry, beautiful, glorious Mm-mm, good voice. Mm-hmm. Listen to that low rumble. Oh, yeah. So in my opinion, I personally think that a webcam is a little bit better because it gives you a more like personal, you know, feeling with the person that you're watching. You can look you can look into their eyes and tell whether they're having a fun time or not, because one of the things that I focus on whenever I'm actually watching somebody is whether they're having fun or they're just forcing themselves to actually have fun. Which, let's be real, when you watch somebody force themselves to have fun, it's not fun. Therefore, no fun is actually being had. So, in fact, it's not fun. The moral of the story is you don't need a face cam, but personally, I use one. So, again, I use one. So, Another thing that people usually ask when they want to know, hey, how should I get started is when I'm actually started, do I need to do any audio or video upgrades right away? And to answer that, yes and no, you don't have to. 
But if you want to, I suggest going with audio first, because a lot of the times people will come into your stream and be like, oh, the video is a little choppy, but at least I can fucking understand this person. And it's not fucking terrible. But if you have a fucking phenomenal video, it's just like this dude's in 4K, but it sounds like he's speaking to me through a wind tunnel or he's using an iPhone 3 fucking G to as a microphone, then a lot of the times people aren't going to stay. So audio first, then video. Unless you're trying to go all in, then just fuck it and just buy everything all at the same goddamn time because that's what you need to do to make it. Just kidding. Don't fucking do that. That sounds like really bad advice. Do not take that fucking advice. Don't take it. So next, I think it comes down to the most important question. What type of content are you trying to make and where are you trying to go with your content? So with me, I kind of started out with, hey, I think I would be funny. And then my amazingly beautiful girlfriend said, hey, you would do good at this. You should do this. So I started streaming. I had absolutely no fucking direction when I did this. I was just playing video games and everything like that. But then as you grow and you continue to do stuff and continue to make more content, you'll understand like what kind of content you want to make. So just start out doing what you want and having fun and to just kind of grow your content as you go. So with me, I, I guess I make quote unquote, I'm doing air bunny quotes, educational content. Because I'm telling people like how to do things and my opinions on things and everything like that. But I also make a lot of gaming content and a lot of like, I guess, comedy based content because apparently I'm funny and I should just learn to accept the fact that I'm funny. So just decide, hey, am I trying to do this to teach people? Am I trying to do this to uh, let people have a little bit more fun? Am I trying to make somebody's day a little bit better? Am I trying to make some really serious gaming content? Like, I'm trying to be the best fucking gamer in existence. I'm trying to do good and not do bad and win matches and be cool and all that jazz. So, a lot, you just need to make sure that you kind of have a direction in which you're trying to go and then just kind of edge yourself over that way. I mean, you don't have to start at the beginning as... I'm going to do this, and this is what I'm going to do. You can let your content evolve, and you can let yourself just become what you want to instead of just setting a just a, a definitive path in which you're trying to go. So what I'm trying to say is just, as 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 Chelsea says, do what it does, and you'll find yourself at some point, and you'll be, be very comfortable with the content you're making and just... Love yourself. You're going to love yourself. So now that you know kind of what you're doing when it comes to like starting your, your stream and everything like that, you need to understand that this quote unquote fame, I did the bunny ears again, isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take a long time for you to hone your skill and your craft and figure out what you truly want to do and be comfortable with yourself. It's it's going to take a lot of time to grow. You're going to start out with like one or two viewers at a time. And at some point, it'll just keep growing and keep growing. I mean, just be out there, be in other people's communities, be helpful, just be <laughs> be a, a pillar of the community, as some people would say, 
which is a weird concept, but I guess, yeah, just be there, be helpful, do what you can to help people make the best content that you can be comfortable with the content and just have fun. Because if you don't have fun, people can tell and they're going to fucking hate it. They're going to call you a tryhard and they're going to 100% just not watch you because of said tryhard dumb. So pretty much to wrap up everything, like you can do whatever you want when it comes to creating your own content because it's your own content and you can have as much fun as you want or have as little fun as you want because like I said, it's your fucking content. But getting started on Twitch or I guess in this case, Mixer, I just keep saying Twitch because that's what I do. So getting started, it it doesn't have to be too hard, but you really should understand what some of the terms are before you actually like press start the first time. And again, it's going to take some time. You'll learn everything. Just YouTube is your best fucking friend when it comes to stuff like this. And it a little bit more in depth. If you go check out Epos Vox's masterclass on OBS, you'll learn so much more than I actually put right here. And remember, if you're confused or anything, it's always okay to reach out. Like, go ahead and just put out a tweet. There are so many people that are willing to help you just understand all of this stuff and just get comfortable with it. So, yeah, my name is Bruce. You can find me uh, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at jbrucer for 666 And I guess I'm going to see y'all motherfuckers in the next one. So, bye.